Hey, what's up? So, this is the first fucking podcast, I guess. I'm Zach. And I'm Dakota. And we're just going to be talking about random things. I don't, I don't, we don't have a specific topic that we're focusing on, do we? No, nah, it's just a... Uh, it's just an everyday, just post lift, just fucking spitball for an hour. Yeah, yeah, just spitball, play some big pong after we go to the gym. Dude, hopefully everyone just enjoys this shit, because it's just going to be us talking about whatever the fuck we're thinking about. Yeah, I mean, you really just can't, like, think too hard, just just talk. Like, I thought today was a good lift. There really, there was no one at the gym, which was kind of crazy. I thought that was a little weird. I mean, usually there's a few people. But fucking everyone's waiting until the new year to start their goals. Dude, yeah, I was thinking that. Which is not going to work out too well for them. Not either. Definitely. Dude, yeah, people are fucked. If you wait if you wait till the new year to start your fucking goal, you're fucked. You're not going to do it. Because the only thing keeping you doing it is like, oh, I'm going to do it this year. What the fuck? Did you do it last year? <laughs> no. Fuck off. Like, No, yeah. Like, you just got to start grinding the gym and stay committed to it. You don't have to, like... Don't Dude, wait till the new year to start. Yeah, don't fucking base when you lift off of a stupid cheesy goal that everyone has that you're going to have just to fucking be no. like everyone else. No, you're going to set a goal and you're going to pretty much fucking grind to get it done. Like, you know, you know what the end goal is that you want. You're going to work hard enough to get there, though. You got to have the right motivation. Got to have the right fucking motivation, the right drive. You got to be able to fucking discipline your mind. You know? You can't fucking discipline your mind. How are you going to accomplish anything? Like you, not drinking this next semester. Dude, I'm not drinking. You're disciplining yourself. Dude, yeah, that's why I've thought I've thought that. A lot this... of people don't have that mind power to discipline themselves like that, man. Dude, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, my second semester at Finley, so my freshman year of college, my second semester, I was the most disciplined person there fucking ever was. Really? Dude, I was. I, was, I didn't drink or smoke at all the second semester. Ooh. Dude, yeah, okay. Well, fucking... So, first semester, mm-hmm. I'm at Finley, which fucking is not my ideal place to be. Yeah. Fucking no one else is. Like, I don't know, I know no one there. Everyone, has, everyone, my friends there around the soccer team or the football team. Yeah. Because my roommate was on the football team. Mm-hmm. Dude, but fucking, I was always checking Snapchat and shit, and I'm seeing everyone else have fun at fucking Michigan State, or like, even everyone still in Manistee's, like, having fucking bonfires and shit. <laughs> and I was in this fucking shithole, and I was just like, dude, fuck, I might have not made the right decision. Damn, I bet you that had you feeling down for a little bit because you you moved so far away, just being away from all your friends. Dude, yeah. So I fucking, oh man, my first semester at Finley was everything just fucking let me down. There was some just okay. So that I went there to play soccer and I fucking was a U.S. Army National Scholar athlete. I do remember you. And me that. I fucking I won like I was in the national championships for my club team. I was, like, literally won three state championships in a row for my club team. Like, all this shit. I set all these records at the high school. <laughs> and I fucking only played in nine games my fucking freshman year. Damn, dude. Dude. Did that hurt? Oh, my God. That was horrible. <laughs> I started nine games. I mean, yeah, I started and played in nine games. That's it. Only nine. So you definitely made a good choice, like, getting out of there. You know? Dude. Yeah, so the fucking... So... I was first. I fucking didn't feel like I fit in at Finley, and like I felt like I was missing out. Second, soccer, which is the reason I went there. Fucking, that was below my expectations. So I started nine games. So that was like kind of a like it was a lot for the freshman. Mm -hmm. And one of the freshmen who was getting a fuck ton of money, he was getting like he was on more than a full ride. So at the end of each semester or each payment that his scholarship would paid, so it was like once a month. 
it would be more than the allotted amount. So he'd get a refund check, and he could use that money with whatever the fuck he wanted. What did he do with that money? Dude, mostly just bought fucking liquor and weed. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> Typical college kid. Dude, Think yeah. So I fucking wanted one of those. I wanted a refund check. Okay. So after the season, I was, like, talking to my coach. And I told, I called my high school coach. I told him how, like, I fucking didn't like Finley and shit. And he was like, well, talk to your, your like, coach, your head coach at Finley. Okay. So I was talking to my head coach. And I was like, dude, I want more money because I want a refund check because fucking all these other kids got it. And they played less than me, even though I didn't play that much. Yeah. And he was just like, he was like, well, we'll talk about it in the spring or some shit. And I was like, well, I was just like. I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was so pissed off when he said that. So I was like, well, I'm kind of thinking about transferring. And he's like, oh, if you're thinking about transferring, then don't even show up to practice in the spring. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. He was pissed when he told him that. Dude, yeah. He fucking totally was like, fuck your bluff. And he's like, you're off. Like, fuck you. <laughs> and then I was like, dude. So that was the third strike against Finley. Even then, there was a fourth strike. The fucking girl I was dating. Dude, oh. I fucking... Totally, oh, dude, I liked her a lot. Yeah. She just fucking left me. That was like, this four things made me just fucking super pissed off about Finley. These are four things that brought you down, but how would you say those have changed you as a person? Dude, okay. So the fucking winter, that winter break, mm -hmm. dude, we just were hanging out and smoking and doing all that shit. Dude, but I did DMT that winter break. <laughs> dude. And when I did that, dude, I just fucking felt relieved dude yeah all it felt like like the whole fall semester it felt like i just had like an, a numbness of how i felt okay and i was just like depressed but not sad i was just fucking felt numb because all these things kept adding up were just fucking me and i just felt like i made a horrible decision in my life just, i felt like i was trapped you kind of felt like you're being fucking picked on like your just life was not going not going great dude yeah it fucking it was weird dude so after this trip, though, I just felt all my... It felt like I was relieved. Like, there was a huge burden off my shoulders. And I just felt... I literally sat there and I thought... I was like, I want to get out of Finley. If I want to get out of Finley, I'm going to have to fucking, like, transfer to a new college. So I go back to... Uh, when I go back to school, I fucking have this plan where I'm like, dude, I'm going to do good in class and shit. And I'm just going to fucking be able to transfer out of Finley and go to Michigan State. Shit. Dude, so I fucking and then but when I got there, Seth, my roommate, he like as soon as I got back over from winter break, he was on the football team. He looked at me, he's like, "Dude, we gotta get the fuck out of Finley." And he said that before I told him how I felt. So I was like, "Dude, all right, I have a plan. There's three phases to our plan. Dude, we need to one since we're both trying to transfer out of Finley, we gotta do a fucking really good in the class, dude." I was like, "Let's study in the I'm gonna study in the library three to four hours, five days a week, every night." Okay. So that was my number one. Plan of action right there. Yeah. Number two, I was like, this is making us both like depressed. Like he told me how he felt and I was like, dude, I felt the same way. Mm -hmm. But now, number two, we're going to work on two things, financial success and physical success. Okay. Both those are both are going to make us happy and take our mind off how shitty the situation that's, we're in is. That's around when you picked up your job, right? Dude, yeah. So I got a job and me and Seth... We're literally lifting every day together, go eat, and then, like, have class, and then eat again, like, dinner. And then after dinner, we'd go to the library, and he'd study for, like, an hour in, like, the main room. And I would get a personal study room and study three to four hours every fucking night. 
Just getting fucking 4.0 in every class. Dude, I did. But here's what... Dude, it was crazy because I was getting, like, papers assigned on Monday. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday night, I made, I might have been, like, doing up homework for, like, two hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I have to... I'm forcing myself to be here for another hour. Fuck, I might as well start this paper that got assigned today. And I would fucking, like, do it. But then I'd be like, oh, dude, well, I'm, like, three quarters of the way through. I'm already here for three hours. Fuck it. Then I, like, all of a sudden, you know, it's 1 a.m. And I've been there for six hours or some shit. And I just... But I finished this whole fucking, like, seven-page paper, and it was assigned on a Monday, and I finished it on Monday. So I was, like, getting shit fucking done. Like, man, I was fucking, like, I was on it. I never had any work. I would just... You're making changes. Like, you're fucking disciplined, bro. Dude, and I was doing that every day, three hours. Three to four hours every day, sometimes more. Fucking right on. Dude, I was getting sh- I was getting homework done, like, fucking that. I was getting, like, weeks ahead in some classes and shit. I mean, it, dude, another thing I forced myself to do was talk to professors. Okay. One of my professors, dude, Scott Grant, fucking one of the most motivational and just, like, smart guys I've ever I've ever met. Scott Grant? Yeah, dude. He had a TED Talk. Ooh, really? Yeah, what dude. What was his TED Talk on? Motivation. Motivation. That's awesome. Where did he have it at? In Columbus, I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> Columbus, okay. Right. Yeah, fucking at um, Hilliard High. Because it's like, it was a TED Talk series where they go talk to high schoolers. Yeah. Yep. Dude, fuck. Wow. Okay. So he was just, I really liked his classes. He taught business management. So I had him for business management, intro to business, and he had a business leadership class. In the business leadership class, I just fucking, I learned so much because I would be like, He'd assign something and I would do it that day. Mm-hmm. But then the next day I'd go to his office hours because it was right after our class. So I'd just like, I'd just walk from class next door to his office, which was, he would do too. Okay. Dude, and he would just show me how to do all this crazy shit. Cause he was like, he was like, you're super dedicated and I, I'm going to help you succeed. He's like, not a lot of kids do what you're doing. So I'm going to help you as much as I can. Damn. Dude, he taught me how to make like fucking good cover letters, my resume, how to use Adobe Spark, how to use like like some photo editing shit, how to use Canva, and like he all just, this fucking shit that he no one ever asked for help, but he was like, "You're asking for help. I'm gonna teach you how to do this shit fucking good." <laughs> Dude, right on. He was helping you fucking succeed and like, uh, he was fucking helping you out, man. Dude, he fucking saw how hard I was working and like. He was, like, if you're working hard as, like, your professor who's, like, supposed to be your role model, I'm going to work even harder for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Dude, yeah, that's what he was doing. And it was fucking so awesome because I literally used what he taught me to get an internship in the Capitol, like, later on in life. So I was, like, dude, like, it's right now I'm, like, four years removed from, like, seeing him really. Mm Mm-hmm. But, dude, the last day of the class, I went to his office hours. Like, that was the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would just, like, he was, like, I know you're transferring. And I was, like, I didn't even say anything. He's, like, he's like kids as smart as you who put in this much effort, he's, like, they don't, they belong at a nicer university. Like, you need to, you need to go somewhere, like, where you can really be used. He and, told you that first? Dude, he told me that, but I never told him I was transferring. But that was the thing he told me on the last day. And he looks like he was about to cry, dude. Holy shit. Because I, I mean, you imagine I spend like a lot of time, with two him. hours every week with him. So that's like 30 hours total of just me on me, me on him time, like one on one. 30 hours total in a semester of us just fucking talking for an hour. You got a letter, letter recommendation from coming from him for sure. Dude, I did. He handed me one. Really? He handed me a letter of recommendation and he was like, 
like, okay, so, like, the last time he tells me all this, and I tell him, and we just start talking, and I, like, told him everything I've been through in my life and shit. Yeah. Like, like, how I overcame some shit, and then, like, how my first semester went, and he was, like, he was, like, well, he's, like, I'm really just, like, I can't believe how much effort you put in, Zach, and all this shit. And he was like, I was like, felt, dude, I fucking felt. I that's, felt that's the kind of shit that makes you feel like. Dude, I felt so good. And he was like, he like looked at me and he handed me like a folded up letter. And he was like, this is a letter of recommendation I wrote for you. They can use like for any school that you're applying to or any job or anything. That's, and that's he's awesome. Like, I'm gonna, he's like, I already emailed you a PDF copy too. And I was like, I was like holy shit, dude. You literally give TED Talks, and you wrote me a letter of recommendation out of your own fucking free will. Like, you did it without me asking. I was like, this is, like, holy shit, that's a big deal. What if you saw him around here? You'd fucking give him a hug. I'd be like, oh my god! (laughs) He'd be so happy. Uh, He'd be happy to see me, too, probably. He gave me his, like, his, like, home phone, like, his cell phone number to text him, and he's like, dude, add me on Snapchat, and, like, follow me on Twitter and shit. Really? Dude, oh, but sometimes I tweet dumb shit, and I'm like, fuck, dude, I bet he saw that, dude. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> dude, I tweet. Is he active on Twitter? Yeah, all the time. Oh, he sees what you tweet. I know! <laughs> and I tweet mad dumb shit. I tweet ignorant shit, dude. Not, like, not, like, ignorant, like... Like, mean ignorant, but ignorant, like, it's like such a stupid fucking meme. Like, it's so stupid. Like, I'll be like, I will tweet and be like, oh, I can't believe I put my pants in Las Vegas. <laughs> and he probably read that. Like, what the fuck? He was probably just fucking like, he was like, like he was like this, fucking on his laptop. He's just shaking his head now. He's like, hmm, Zach. He's like, I'll know you do good. You just have to get it together, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he just finds me at night and whispers to me that. <laughs> oh, wow. Dude, I don't have much to expand on right now. Dude, that was just a time in my... That was... Oh, yeah. So, the fucking result of the whole thing was I got into... Well, my mom and dad said they'd pay for any application that I filled out. So, I applied to, like, crazy fucking good universities. I applied to University of Chicago... Northwestern, uh, like Ohio State, Michigan State, Minnesota, Indiana, and Arizona State, and the University of Miami. I applied to like all these schools. I got into every single one of them. Damn. Even like University of Chicago, which is like a 7% acceptance rate. That's, and, a good, that's a good feeling. And I was just like, dude, these things were just rolling in, and I was like, holy fuck. I saw my fucking old soccer coach, like at Finley, second semester, I didn't, I just had a job because I fucking, mm-hmm. like, I didn't. Fucking, I couldn't play soccer. Was he nice to you or mean to you? He was, like, asking me where I was going to go to school next year. I was like, I don't know. I just got to University of Chicago, so I might go there. Like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> like, this is, oh, soccer? Oh, I was pretty good at that, but this will definitely open way more doors for me. You're flexing on him. Telling you got in the University of Chicago, bro. Yeah, you definitely are flexing. That's awesome. Dude, and I was just so motivated. What did he say? He's probably like, oh, nice, nice. He was like, oh, really did you, son? And I was like, I did. That's about it. I was like, yep. Yep, I did. Yep, I did. There you go. Well. Still have plans to go to the hot tub? Oh, maybe. I mean, yeah, I do want to go. Ping pong? Yeah. I feel like we could wrap up this podcast and just have some, have the title to do with fucking your life or some shit. I don't know. We Working on titles is something we definitely have to work on. I don't know. What would a good title be for this? Just want to name it like simple, like podcast one. I don't know. How that simple fucking... Jack. 
No, not Simple Jack. Nacho Libre, maybe? No. And you know what's a real thing I got asked the other day? Um, This means we're wrapping up the podcast when this sound comes on. Dude, what? You're <laughs> wrapping it up? No. No, no. What about Nacho Libre? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just now fucking recalling that you said that. <laughs> Dude, Nacho Libre, that is an excellent example of disciplining your mind. <laughs> Become a fucking wrestler. <laughs> Become a wrestler, dude. Just start training, be a wrestler, and fucking eat eat eagle eggs. Eat the a yolk out of eagle eggs and fucking fight those little d- d- dwarfs with the little fucking like horns and all that fur and shit. You know what I'm talking about? Dude, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. I'm gonna start getting good at everything I do. <laughs> <laughs> Ping pong. I'm gonna get good at it. Fucking playing Call of Duty in there. Oh, I'm gonna get good at that. What <laughs> if I can start streaming on Twitch? <laughs> like, I've thought up? about that before. Like, what's up, guys? I'm actually fucking really good at this game now, and people enjoy watching me play, so. And I have fucking funny content on my fucking my channel, so. What's up? Fucking fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you said fuck like ten times. Say fuck a lot. This is definitely not a fucking G-rated podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So you ever done DMT? <laughs> Dude, I did do DMT. I, I just know. talked about that whole story. How I disciplined my mind after I did it. Joe Rogan reference. Sorry about that. <laughs> Dude, honestly, there's there's a few times in my life where I had a fucking definite turning point. Like, I'd say five times. One, two, three. Right now, I'm going through my fifth turning point. Right now. Like, this, this from here on out for the like next nine months. Oh, my, one of my... Main things I'm circulating around my mind is how am I supposed to build a strong mind if I can't build a strong body? I'm kind of like telling telling myself that every day. Like if I can't fucking build a strong body, how am I supposed to have a fucking strong mind and be fucking super smart and just like intelligent? Dude, lifting is better. Like body image is important to a lot of things. Confidence, man. Dude, it's really as yeah, like you're self esteem builder. You get respect from dudes and bitches think you're hot. Like that's fucking. Dude, you can be like, that's gay to say that fucking, you get respect from dudes, but no way, dude. If you see a guy that's ripped, like, you fucking yoked out of his mind, you're just like, holy fuck. You fucking... Look at that specimen, dude. Like, holy shit. Is that even human? Is he even fucking real? Yeah. He's like a real-life G.I. Joe. They're like, dude, he's got, (laughs) he's got, like, cartoon fucking, he's a cartoon build. His muscles are giant. You see a guy like that, you definitely, you're not fucking with him. You're just like, yeah, you're fucking cool. I want to be friends with you. You're powerful. Be my friend. Yeah, dude, body image is a huge thing. It's definitely a thing I'm really working on this right right now. Like, how to fucking look good, feel good, be happy. You do, you do feel good if you look good. Like, happier I am, the fucking better better person I'll be for my friends and family. Like, people around me are gonna be happier if I'm happier. You fill up a sh- dude. You fill up a t-shirt. You're like, fuck, nice. Yeah, seriously, fucking literally. <laughs> no, I do nice. It's fucking progress and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, why does it make you feel good? Because you know, like, because lifting is a thing where you you literally have to put the work in. You can't you can't not. It's like the whole thing you you have to do it. You can't cheat because you'll only cheat yourself. Fucking pain is only temporary, man. Dude, you fucking. So if you're doing three quarter curls, you can't be like ha. Like you can count one, two. You're doing three quarter, one and a half, fucking like two or two and twenty point two five. Yep. Who who cares? But if you're only doing that. 
That's all you're getting out of it. You can't you can't cheat it. It's the fucking it's your muscles. You literally can't cheat it. You do a half curl, you only get a half curl worth of work. Okay, what professional weightlifter was saying they only start counting reps when it hurts? Who was that? Dorian Yates. Dorian Yates. He's a bodybuilder. That is something that I believe works really well. Because once it starts to hurt and you start counting your reps, you start feeling more motivated to do more reps. Like, you're just like, oh, shit, this hurts. But okay, I'm going to start counting now. One, two, three. Just fucking keep going. You know? Like, fucking, you're bur- like, your muscles are burning. They're growing. <laughs> Think about it. Dude, Dorian Yates is huge. I saw him on a podcast recently. Oh, really? I mean, I mean, not he's not huge now, but he was fucking too. He's massive. Mm. He's the biggest bodybuilder I've ever seen in my entire life. I believe it. Probably fucking big dude. Do on the podcast? He said that all he did was forty minutes of lifting uh, three times a week. That's it. That's how I was the first time I started lifting too. Dude, he said that's all he did his whole bodybuilding career, and he was like, I would go so hard that my muscles would break and there'd be bruises and shit, and like, he would go so fucking hard for that forty to fifty minutes. That he had, you could not lift the next day. Like, you couldn't. Ooh, that's discipline. <laughs> discipline. Dude, and he said a lot of his day was him, like, running on the treadmill and shit. And he's like, he was like, yeah, I didn't run on the treadmill. that would get fucking huge. Just ran on the treadmill so I could go up fucking stairs and, like, carry this fucking frame and not be out of breath. <laughs> he literally said that was an issue that he had. Cardio is an important aspect for some of the greatest, like, bodybuilders and lifters. Like, they do have some form of cardio. It's recommended. Like, you can fucking breathe easier. Like, lift harder. Dude, when you do big reps, how do you breathe? I mean, if you do a big... Yeah, if you do big reps. Taking a taking a deep breath and exhale as you're doing your motion. Really? That's, that's always, always done it. Bench. And you're pushing up when you exhale? Yep. Yep. That's how you fucking lift more. Dude, incorrect. Fucking watch the science video, dude. If you hold your breath during your rep, and at the end of each rep, so if you're like, that actually makes that air that you're breathing in makes it surrounds your kidneys and your fucking <coughs> internal organs. It makes your abs, your core harder. It makes your core harder that you you have more strength. Wow. So if you just fucking, and then fucking each one, just rep one breath per rep. Damn, dude. I've been doing that, and that's how I've been getting fucking... I mean, today was weird when I was fucking chest pressing. That was weird. I just couldn't get them up. My arms were so sore after just killed my fucking biceps, It's probably because you fucking threw out some of your shoulder strength, like, fucking swinging those barbells around. Dude, probably. That's that's my best assumption. Because you definitely went hard right off the rip. (laughs) Dude, I went off the rip. (laughs) French Montana reference. (laughs) Oh, wow. Today was definitely a solid day in the gym, though. I I would say we did a lot. got better. Do a little bit each day, you get better. That's all it takes. A little bit of work. It ain't nothing but... It ain't nothing to do it, but to do it. What? Ronnie Coleman quote. It ain't nothing to do it, but to do it. There ain't nothing to it, but to do it. Like, lifting. Like, there's nothing to it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> oh, shit, really? That's a real Ronnie Coleman quote. That's fucking weird. That's a weird quote, dude. Ronnie Coleman was huge. He got beat up by Jay Cutler. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Jay Cutler was fucking massive when he beat Ronnie Coleman. Holy shit. Have you seen those pictures? Dude, I've, I've seen all the pictures of all their fucking wins. Yeah, dude. That's fucking... I like watching bodybuilding shit. Ronnie Coleman has, like, what, eight? Yeah. He's the most ever tied with someone else. 
fucking uh, Ray Cut or Jay Cutler's getting up there. Is he still competing? No, no. not in Mr. Olympia. Just some smaller shit, maybe. Um. Well, Dorian Yates has this thing called Super League, which is a mixture of powerlifting, bodybuilding, and athletics. Okay. And it's like a contest. There's a lot of bodybuilders doing that to just get money. But Jay Cutler is. Think about getting paid to lift. I've thought about that before. Easily. If you want if, if you want to get paid, you can get paid. If you want to get paid a lot, you can get paid a lot. You gotta work harder. Be bigger. You gonna put in the work? Like is it really what you wanna do? You gonna fucking work for it? I don't know. <clears throat> Man. I think if I got that big, I don't think I don't know. I feel like if you start getting that big, you just say, fuck bodybuilding, I'm going to be a fighter. Because they make way more money. Dude, I've always wanted to join the boxing gym. Just, like, fucking be actually good at fighting and shit. Like, that'd be hype. If we had a fucking, like, a gym we could spar at around here. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? That'd be mm-hmm. cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's something I would do. You just fuck around and knock someone's t- tooth out? Mm-hmm. Just fucking a good fucking fighter because you work on that a little bit too. Dude, what'd you get for Christmas? Just money. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I requested, man. <laughs> That's all I requested. Did I get shit? I got the snowboard, but... You did get the snowboard. That was a lot of money, so yeah. And I guess I might have got like 400 bucks total. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, this is such a huge meal. Holy fuck. Take me forever to eat. Yeah. <laughs> it is a big meal if you think about it. Yeah, it's huge. It's literally the way it's supposed to be portioned. Veggies and veggies are supposed to be half of your fucking plate. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Dude at PCA there's all these fucking signs just around the gym of how to like diet well and like motivational posts. <laughs> <laughs> dude, PCA? I have a, a real conspiracy theory about PCA, dude. I would love to hear it, brother. Okay. Okay, those of you that don't know, PCA is this fucking paper mill in our hometown, Manistee, yep. and it just controls the whole fucking city, man. It controls the way the town runs. It does, dude. All right. Okay, hold on. All right. Give you a second. Sometimes you just got to chew that food up. Holy shit, big bite. <laughs> Alright, so in Manistee, the whole city council is filled with these old motherfuckers. They're super fucking old. And all of them have ties to PCA, because PCA's been in Manistee forever and employs, like, fucking so many people. So it's a huge employer in the city. And all these old guys on the city council, city council in Manistee has a right to vote shit down and vote shit up. And they voted down, like, Walmart. They voted down a Chili's and a Buffalo Wild Wings. They voted down tons of other shit. But they just keep opening fucking stupid stores like auto parts stores and auto shops. Like I, would, I would like to share that there's about five or six auto parts stores in our 4,000 people sized town. Yeah, like what the fuck? So, here's what I think is happening. So, there's a summer program at PCA. Like, you fucking did it. I d- yep, made a lot of my money doing that. And that's just the thing, dude. So, these kids who are coming out of high school or in between summers and they're... It's like, while they're in college, can work at PCA if they have family there. Dude, and those kids, like, make good fucking money doing that. Mm-hmm. 
some of those some of those kids make so much good money that they're like, you know what? Fuck school. I'm just gonna stay here and work at PCA forever and make like twenty five thousand right off the bat. And like, to some people, that's a lot of fucking money because in a small town, like rents cheap and shit. Exactly, and you're just kind of holding your money away, having this average mindset that you get trapped in, you know? Dude, once you're trapped, you're trapped, because you can't go back to school if you're working fucking PCA. If you're working, like, okay, like, say you make, you get paid hourly forever. Okay. Like, there's no salary jobs in PCA. Mm-hmm. So they're literally, like, every hour you don't give to the factory, you don't get money. Jesus. So there's fuckers working like 12 hours a week, five days a week for fucking 30 years straight. I would say uh, Andy, my stepfather, is a good example of working a fuck ton at PCA. Dude, yeah. I would say when I got back from fucking school, he was on 12-hour shifts six days in a row. I was like, dude, that fucking sucks. Some shit fucking exploded in the middle, and he was like, oh, 12-hour shifts every day for six days straight. Well, that's just how they do it. They control their lives, man. Yep. They control their lives. When the old people fucking vote shit down, people like kids from the Mansi High School and Mansi Catholic and all the other schools around us, they just have no fucking options for careers. Like they don't know, they can't imagine like a better option. So they just get stuck in this fucking cycle of generation after generation working in this fucking factory, and all the old people keep the fucking town small. So so PCA will forever have a cheap a cheap uh group of labor that's willing to work. For fucking next to nothing, as much as they want, and we'll never bitch about it because that's their only fucking option. Yeah, a lot of these uh, factory workers in Northern Michigan have the mindset where they just they love the outdoors, they like to hunt and fish, they love that small town vibe. That's something that they fucking live for, and they get stuck in that. Like that's their life. It's just a simple. They're simpletons, you know. Dude, what the fuck? That had nothing to do with what I was talking about. <laughs> We're taking a turn. Oh, what? <clears throat> You're still working on that. Yeah, dude. Hey, you know what's weird? That there's an Indian reservation in Manistee. That's a real thing, yeah. That's a real thing. Dude, it's weird because, like, they are not part of America, technically. They're like the Ojibwa nation or some shit. Dude, they have their own police, their own laws, their own economy, their own everything, their own school, their own housing units. They have their own traffic rules. They can drive hammer down their reservation and just be Dude, yeah. <laughs> the fucking kids in our high school that lived on the reservation would just smoke weed all fucking day and drink when they're like 18. Yep. And it was illegal because they're not Americans, so they can follow the Indian laws. Yep, exactly. Isn't that... That is crazy. Crazy how that shit works, man. Sometimes you win a lot of money at the casino, by the way. I might add, if you just play roulette and you play it smart, you're just winning money and you're happy. And you have a lot of rum and cokes. Think about it. It's good I, that's a real thing that happened to me, man. I had a lot of rum and cokes. Fucking puked all over in the bathroom. Yep. Sometimes that shit happens, but we still win money. Live life. Move on. Dude, I was buying drinks that, that night. I was winning so much. I fucking couldn't lose. Did you buy anyone else a drink? Yeah. Who else? Like a whole table. Oh, shit. That's yeah, about the whole table drinks. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, it was hype. <laughs> I bet everyone was fucking loving that. Yeah, that's why everyone was being so nice to us and shit. Damn, that was when I went to go piss and I came back and you were like, oh, shit, I bought you a beer. I was like, wait, really? <laughs> I bought the whole table whenever they wanted. That's awesome. I was like, I don't know if he wants some more rum and coke. I'll just give him a Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. Which I fucking drank that Bud Light. Oh, wow. Hot tub still sounds fun. 
Actually, I'd be happy with just ping pong. I'd be happy with both. Fucking... <laughs> love me some ping pong, dude. <laughs> dude, me too. I love ping pong. Just a fun game to play. It's, it kind of comes natural. Like... How much do you think a professional ping pong player makes? I'd say at least 85. 85K. 90K. So there's gonna be some there's gonna be some professional ping pong players that aren't the best make like forty thousand a year. Exactly, they're making a living. They just fucking wanted to make a living through ping pong, and they did. They didn't strive to be the best though. They're average, dude. Oh my god, I almost feel bad for an an average professional ping pong player. <laughs> like holy shit, dude! You, you make that like can, you make like thirty four thousand a year playing ping pong. I feel so horrible for you. That can, that's the equivalent of working in a factory. That they set their simple mindset towards that. What the fuck? You brought it all the way back. <laughs> brought it all the way back. You know that's gonna happen a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So just be ready for those twists and those turns. You gotta pay attention. <laughs> Casino reservation is pretty lawless. Think about it. True. Where mm. else is Wallace? Fucking Federal Park. Because the only pe- only people that can be there is the FBI and the DNR, and the <laughs> DN- There's no fucking river, and there you can't hunt there most of the year, so the DNR doesn't give a fuck. Because and the FBI, what the fuck would they be doing in a random ass fucking dune park? Damn. I've, I've- there's so many trails out there, man. Like, taking the Jeep out there in the summer. Oh, yeah. That's a fun thing to do. Dude, when I was in high school, I used to fucking go hike all throughout there and just go run hills and shit and, like, just go jogging or backpacking through the woods. Really? Just trail running and smoke a fuck ton of weed, dude. Sounds like sounds like a fun time. I saw fucking legit hippies out there, too. Like, people, like, legit hippies camping and, like... People just camping, like, in the trails, like, in the woods, like, far into the woods. It's like a tent or, like, a hammock and shit. I saw that, like, often. I believe it. I mean, there are a lot of hippies in the area, surprisingly. Dude, honestly, I was fucking, I wouldn't say a hippie, but I was fucking pretty out there, like, my fucking ways of thinking. And especially in high school, especially then, I was kind of out there, man. I was smoking, I was smoking so much fucking weed, man, and just listening to so much EDM and fucking... Just, I just was fucking like a hippie. I might have been a hippie, for real. A modern day hippie. Dude, like, just fucking super stoned and just always just thinking about, like, I'm like, I was so stupid. I was in high school, so I was like, oh, bro, I'm so fucking woke right now. But I was just a little fucking stupid bitch. Yep. Like, I didn't know shit. I think we all thought we were woke in high school. Dude, yeah. We were smoking. We were just like, dude, we fucking are so smart. We think about so much shit you can't even think about. It's like, yeah, because you're fucking stoned out of your mind and you're thinking about fucking a bunch of nonsense, you idiot. Like, that was us, just fucking stupid idiots, just smoking weed all the time. Thinking about crazy shit, man. Dude, and I was fucking kind of out there, like, my thinking. Like, I was fucking all, I always was super big on happiness and, like, like, what you have to do good to others if you want good done to you and just... Think about how far we've, we've came from smoking. Now when we smoke, we set goals, like, we start talking about dreams and shit, like, we talk about what we want to do with our life. Back then, we are just, we talk about dumb shit, smoking... Like, we'd have retarded conversations, you know? Like, shit that would fucking make up... I would fucking beat the shit out of the other dude. Like, you fucking retard. I'd be pissed. Like, yeah, I'd be pissed if I like, saw it. Like, it was, I'd be like, dude, oh, you're not woke. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. You're being fucking, so stupid. I'd slap you really hard and be like, what the fuck? What are you gonna do, dude? Dude, I'm way bigger version of oh, you. Oh, I am fucking an advanced version of you, so don't fucking try me. <laughs> 
Imagine that five years from the future comes back and just is like, I'm gonna let's fucking fight. <laughs> oh my god. I'd have to be like, okay. He's like, I literally know more than you. This would be somebody said that. He's like, I know a lot more than you in fighting. I've been training for five years. He's like, don't even try. He's like, he fucking pushes you up against the wall. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he just goes back in time and he looks at you. And he's like, yeah. This is one day before I made my change. And he's like fucking yoked out of his mind. He's like, he's like, he's like the day after this. He like, he's like, he meets you and he's like, guess what? Tomorrow's the first day you take on lifting big boy style. He's just fucking flexes and it's like big as shit. And he's like, yeah, that was the point of my life where I decided to become a world champion. That's fucking, that's, that's crazy. That's a, oh, okay. What if a different version of you came back from the future and they were like, all right, you need to start fucking, like, you need to start, like, fighting now. Start working on that. You're going to be the champion six and a half years from now. If you get a head start, you can be much bigger than you already are in the future. I want you to start now. Yeah! No, that's like, what I'm talking about. Like you're about to be a good fighter six years from now. Mm-hmm. Fucking start now. Work on it. Mm-hmm. In six years, you're like, holy shit, I'm, I've been sparring for six years straight <laughs> and fighting. I can definitely beat a motherfucker's ass. <laughs> Dude, what if we could go back in time to like when we were 10 years old and we both saw our 10 year olds like, hey, you need to start fucking lifting every single fucking day. Take steroids too. Get fucking huge. Like, a, get retarded big. Like, we just said that. Like, we went back to, and then like, and then we go back to present day and then we're just fucking massive and we're just like, whoa, I've been lifting for fucking 11 years straight. <laughs> we're lifting all the time, dude. Oh. Oh my god, dude. That'd be fucking nuts. Dude, I want to be fucking big, dude. Mm. Arms are getting trained every day, dude. Buys and tries, no matter what, man. That shit's going to continuously be growing. Fucking, I'd say this shit that I always do every time I'm at the gym. Chest, buys, tries, abs, fucking back. Do work, definitely works with back. You just named everything, single thing. <laughs> I pretty much try to do everything when I go to the gym. Not Why? Here. It's horrible. That's a horrible training habit, dude. All right, let's see how it works. Dude, I guarantee you it will not work that good. There's science behind it. You gotta go You gotta go fast and intense on muscles, and then give them a little bit of a break. Dude, that's upsetting to me. Is that protein? Mass gainer. What's that? Dude, I lost a lot of weight. The snowboarding this whole winter break, I fucking didn't, wasn't eating much. I was eating a lot, dude. I was gaining weight. <laughs> I felt like I was eating a fuck ton. I weighed in at 183 the first day we were there, and I fucking weighed at 169, like, two days ago. Really? Yeah. Damn, bro. I fucking... I definitely left at, like, 153, and I was at, like, 159. Just, like, just a hair under 160, and I was like, holy shit, I had fucking been eating a lot. <laughs> Dude, I hadn't been. I just hadn't been. I've been so fucking high and just beyond that fucking mountain. Mm. I took acid that one time I went to the mountain. Yeah, I did. I did drop this fucking break like a few days ago, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Dude, yeah, I fucking dropped acid, which went up to the mountain. And then it was like fucking spiritual. It was like a spiritual thing riding the chairlifts. Really? I was thinking about crazy shit, man. You're probably, you're probably feeling happy. I was, for sure. I was happy. I, dude, I fucking killed the rail park. Before I fell, I hit, like, I hit the two rails and the big jump at the end. Like, all three things. I was like, holy fuck, dude. I mean, like, a week ago, I wouldn't have done that. I was too chicken shit, but now I'm tripping on acid, so I'm gonna fucking do it. 
How do your knees feel? Your- oh, dude, I got a bruise right there. It's a big knot. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely brought some pain to your body when you fell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, I fucking did. Mm. So, I'm just gonna... I definitely, you don't like milk, but I I feel like a protein shake would be weird with water. Dude, I fucking don't like the shake I just had. What flavor is it? Uh, I put too much water in it. It tastes fucking horrible. <laughs> it's cookies and cream, and it's just fucking, uh, it's not that good. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, dude... Oh, you're done, dude? Yeah. Okay, dude, get the fuck off my podcast. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> dude, fuck off, dude. I started screaming. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's fucking been on the roads for a week already. <laughs> I was like, dude, holy shit. I fucking knew it. <laughs> dude, before before we go, though, this is it for the first podcast. Thanks for listening, and just listen tomorrow. And hey, if you have time, check out Daylon Hill on Spotify or SoundCloud. D-A-Y-L-A-N-H-I-L-L. Daylon Hill. We'll give up on Spotify, SoundCloud, Instagram. Check them out. Fucking give them a follow. Give Speedbaser a listen. Yeah, give his music a listen and retweet it or share it if you can. All right, that was first episode. Thanks.